This is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book two, Confidence Comeback. If you enjoy what you hear, all five Showstride's books are available on Amazon. Chapter 11. After Tally and Goose's first show together, her parents took her out for dinner at their favorite downtown restaurant to celebrate. When dessert came out, cheesecake for Tally, cappuccinos for her parents, so did some unexpected news. I talked to Ryan while you were putting the pony away, her dad began. One or both of Tally's parents always stayed to watch her compete, but they made themselves scarce so as not to make her nervous. Tally always thought that this was considerate of them. He thinks you'd really benefit from having your own saddle. He named some brands, and I looked them up. They're expensive, Tal, like everything else in this sport, even if we get one used. Your mom and I talked about how much we can contribute, and we'll need you to make up the rest. That's fine, Tally said eagerly, happy to be working toward a nice saddle of her own. The Petersons across the street have asked if you'll babysit, her mom said, which is okay with me as long as... My schoolwork doesn't suffer, I know. Good. I'll tell Mrs. Peterson you're available. Back at home after dinner, Tally hung a long strand of gold baker's twine that she'd found at a fabric store across one wall of her bedroom. With no window or closet on that side of her room, the wall would make the perfect canvas for her ribbons. She scribbled the details of that day's show on the backs of the four ribbons and then put them up first. She hung the champion tricolor in the center of the twine with the two blues and one red ribbon on either side. Then she pulled down her other favorite ribbons from above her desk to their new spot on the twine along the wall. It could use some more, Tally said to herself out loud and dragged an old moving box filled with ribbons and other mementos out of her closet. Dumping them on her bed, she flipped each one over to see what she'd written. If there were meaningful ones in the box, she decided, she'd add them to the twine hung across the wall. Nothing really caught her eye until she flipped over a fourth-place rosette and read the back. Sweetie, Oak Schooling Show, Low Hunter, Eight Horses, OK Trip, No Ribbon in the Metal Because It Sucked. Tally remembered that show well. It was her first with Ryan, and it was pretty much a mess. It was crazy to think about how much she'd learned in just the several months she'd been riding with him. Repacking the box, Tally pulled out a couple of blue ribbons from her very first show, along with that fourth-place ribbon with the note about the bad metal trip on the back. Then she hung all three on the twine. She might not be proud of the white rosette from her disappointing show day, but it was a great reminder of how far she'd already come and how much room there always was to improve. The next day was terribly cold. The forecasted high temperature was only in the low 20s, but the winds made it feel far colder. Tally had a shift at the barn after school, even though lessons had been canceled. The horses and ponies all stayed in the night before, when the temperature first dropped and the wind picked up, so Brenna came up with a schedule for them to stretch their legs in brief indoor group turnouts. 
They were already approaching 24 hours being cooped up in their stalls. Thankfully, the barn had heat lamps in place for the coldest of days in the wintertime. The full-time grooms will handle hay, water, and feed this afternoon, she told Tally. You'll follow the schedule to alternate the horses in the ring. Each group gets 20 minutes so we can make sure everyone has a chance in there. We set it up based on who gets turned out in the field together, so they should get along fine. But we'll need you to keep an eye on them to make sure no one gets into the trouble. Start out by moving the rails to the wall and the standards into the corner. Carrie is working today too, so you can clear the ring together. Tally first grabbed her winter riding gloves from her grooming box, since they'd have better grip for lifting rails and standards, and then headed to the small indoor. Hey, Carrie greeted her with a smile. Cold enough for you? It's crazy, but at least there's no wind in here. The horses are probably getting really antsy. I'm glad they get to run around in here. Tally agreed, thinking about being stuck in her room for an entire day and night. She was glad to help get the animals a change of scenery and the chance to run around and play a bit. The girls carried the rails to the ends of the ring and doubled up on the standards to haul them into the corners together. They laughed and joked about how synchronized they'd become, and then Carrie pulled out the list of horses to be turned out in the ring. Looks like we're starting with the school ponies. Lil Bit, Katie, Lulu, and Janie are going first. The four mares on the inside aisle. Got it, said Tally. I'll grab Lil and Katie if you want to get the other two. Carrie set the stopwatch on her phone to ring every 20 minutes so the girls knew to switch out the horses. It was fun to watch them figure out what they were doing in the indoor with no riders or tack or even a lunge line. Once they realized they didn't have to stand at the gate with Tally and Carrie, they'd either prance away or take off bucking, sometimes dropping down to roll in the footing. Brenna asked Carrie to walk down both aisles and make sure every horse had at least its heavyweight blanket on. Some horses who were clipped wore two blankets. While Tally kept an eye on the horses in the ring to make sure no one did anything too silly that could result in an injury. When a group of school horse geldings was in the ring, Scout somehow caught a hoof in his blanket strap while rolling and spooked himself, ultimately breaking the strap. Tally texted Brenna, who made a temporary replacement strap out of bailing twine, tying off the ends in complicated-looking knots. Glad you are watching, Tal. Tally spent the rest of her shift leading horses to and from the small indoor, chasing down the ones who didn't want their mini turnout to end. Others proudly checked themselves out in the arena mirrors as if they hadn't ever seen them before. She ended up working an hour later than usual, and when her mom picked her up, she looked concerned. Tal, are you going to have time for your homework? Of course, Mom. Don't worry. Tally rushed to reassure her. A text came through on her phone from Isabel. It turned out that she was willing to sell her old saddle directly to Tally, provided Ryan thought it fit her well enough. Tally calculated how many hours of babysitting she would need to afford it, even with the deal Isabel would be giving her, but she couldn't do the calculation in her head. Her mom may have had a point about that homework. Around 11 that night, Tally woke with a start. 
She was surrounded by textbooks and notes on her bed, and her brain felt foggy as she tried to piece together when she'd fallen asleep. Right after getting home from the barn, she told her mom she'd warm up leftovers for dinner, but had actually just brought a pack of Pop-Tarts and a protein shake up to her room. It had been close to 7 p.m. at that point, and the empty protein shake bottle sat at the top of her trash can. From the looks of her homework, she hadn't made much headway. Still trying to remember the sequence of events that evening, Tally was startled by a knock on the door. It opened slowly, and her dad slipped inside her room. I came in to see how your day was around 8 o'clock, and you were sound asleep, he whispered with a laugh. Long day at the barn, huh? Yeah, we had to turn horses out in the ring, and I'll get my homework done, don't worry. I'm not, and I won't tell Mom either, as long as that homework really does get done and your grades don't slip. You know, I love to see you working so hard at your sport. Thanks, Dad. Night. Night, Tal. Hi, it's Dana from Loricea, reaching out to you today from Italy, where I am based and where Loricea handbags are beautifully handcrafted at our factory in Tuscany. We've received several calls and inquiries through our website over the past few days requesting the new colors in our mini convertible backpack tote that we launched in person at the Devon Horse Show and County Fair. The mini in cornflower blue or raspberry red or a gorgeous cranberry navy two-tone that's always been so popular in the original convertible backpack tote are going to be up on the website over the next few days. So stay tuned and visit us at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A.com to see these new colors that were so popular at the show. We look forward to seeing you in person, but until then, visit us on our website. Thanks. Do you have a list of goals that you want to achieve with your horse? Are you taking time to build your mental skills in and out of the ring? There is so much information available at your fingertips with a subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. You can find riding and training advice from top judges and trainers, grooming tips to keep your horse looking their best, and health information from top veterinarians and farriers to keep your horse feeling their best. All of this information and so much more can be found in one place, delivered straight to your door, with a print subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. Subscribe at theplaidhorse.com slash subscribe. That's theplaidhorse.com slash subscribe. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit theplaidhorse.com. You can find show notes at theplaidhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at theplaidhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring. Thank you.